0: How long have you been teaching special needs?
1: Um, let's see. I started here in fall of 2010, so this will be my, I think, sixth year. Sixth this year. is my sixth complete school year. Uh,
0: what made you choose teaching the teaching profession and, in particular, special needs?
1: Um, I worked in a wholesale electric industry, right out of, basically right out of college first time I went, and I just got tired of wasting away from what I thought I could be doing Mm -hmm. you know I like being around kids especially when I had my own kid I realized you know I have a pretty good talent being around them you know making them comfortable helping them out uh, doing those things so once I had my own kid I realized you know I'm kind of wasting my talent sitting here behind a desk talking on a phone trying to sell stuff to people I did it and made pretty good money but I just didn't enjoy it. it was for me so I decided to go back to school
0: Awesome. Um, How have your ideas towards teaching changed with each passing year of experience? And can you recall your ideas about teaching when you were a teacher Um, teacher education student?
1: Each year gets a little easier for me as far as just I don't sweat the small stuff anymore. I mean, I do, but not as much. I mean, I can remember when I first got the job for here, I was here like July 4th, you know, knowing I was going to, I got the job in May, 4th of July, they gave me my room key. I was here, you know, making sure all the pictures were perfectly aligned and all the colors. And then, and after, you know, the next year it's a little more relaxed. And now it's just like, I still put in, you know, good job, do everything, but with more experience comes a little more relaxation. Right. Not quite as stressed out. And you know what's important and you know what's going to work by about now an and you know what doesn't really fly well so mm-hmm. and um part of my big problem now is I'm not quite as organized as I was in the beginning <laughs> that's where the backside is. is I'm, I, I wait and do my organization at the end of the school year mm-hmm. whereas I was always organized I mean you can look around and see I'm not quite as organized as I used to be all the time <laughs> ago so do you have any more part of that?
0: Um. I guess, uh, do, you, do you recall your ideas about teaching when you were a teacher education student? So did you, um, were your ideas of becoming a teacher much different it, than?
1: It's like with anything else. I mean, once you get a look behind the curtain a little bit and you see the workings of, you know, you think it's this magic thing or you think back to like when you were in a middle school or an elementary school kid and how you viewed your teacher. and And then when you get there and you see what it's really like and the workings and you know how to work with kids and work and, and what the numbers mean and all these things. It's a different look. Yeah. It's still awesome. I mean, I still love it, but there's I love different things about it now. Different things are important to me now than what I thought was going to be important to me. Right. You know? Um.
0: How does teaching special um, children with special needs differ from teaching other children?
1: I'm going to say there's not a to, to me, I there's not a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of experience teaching kids that don't need right. extra time or, you know, or it's just the, it's the daily things that come in and forget what they were supposed to do and they need step-by-step-by-step by step by step instructions. And a lot of it's just, you know, repetitive things, helping them get through the day, you know, don't have a pencil, don't. and and I'm not even talking about the teaching. I'm just talking about a lot of the just the basics, basic, the common sense stuff. Yeah, that's where right. I notice the biggest difference. Right. You've got a kid that's in the upper tier classes that, you know, is in the, the the honors English or thing. You know, they know they've got to bring their book, their pencil. Their special needs kids, they sometimes just either they either that. they forget or they don't care or they a little bit of both. And, it's and you know, some kids are on tap. Some of my special needs kids, they bring everything every day. Mm-hmm. So it just varies from kid to kid. But there right. is that there. And, you know, I, I love teaching the special needs kids because I get where they're coming from a lot of mm-hmm. times, you know, when they forget things or they don't have everything they need, you know. Or, or, and I don't even really look for the excuses as to why. So yeah. that to me is the biggest difference.
0: Um. Are there any specific challenges that you face?
1: Kind of like what we just talked about. I mean, really, just it's just the day-to-day day basic, yeah, yeah. It's, it, a lot of it is that. Now, there are the challenges of, there's a challenge for me of, a lot of times of getting frustrated as to why don't you understand this, right. or why don't you get this? You know, 12 kids in the room, 11 of them got it, and you're sitting in the middle of class looking right at me, and you're not. And then I realize, well, you know, not everybody's getting this the same way. Mm-hmm you know, I know in their school they talk about all the different levels of the receiving information, and the yeah. Masos, all that stuff. So, you know, they're you know, do I have to sing it in a song? Do I have to draw a picture? So just
0: trying to identify that gap right. is and the that's, difficult part.
1: That's the biggest part of it. And, you know, right. trying to come up with enough stuff for everybody to get it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or finding that happy medium where everybody's going to understand it. Right. <clears throat> um...
0: What are some rewards of teaching special needs kids?
1: Well, it's just like the teaching any kid, you know. it's it's The reward comes at the end of the day when you're done with the day and you feel like you've put in a full day and the kids have received some information. Even if just it's one kid that has gained a little bit, you know, they've gotten a little better on their reading or their handwriting's improved or whatever you've taught mm-hmm. that day, even if it's just one it's just an internal reward more than anything I, you know yeah obviously the money reward isn't there you don't do I it i don't for think most
0: people become teachers right. for that so <laughs> exactly.
1: the it's just okay i made that kid's world just a little bit better today right and maybe they can carry it into tomorrow and you put 180 of those in a row or even 90 of them in a row you know how many other days the kids are here you just made them that much better and mm-hmm. they made their world that much wider and possibilities are there, you know. I know that sounds kind of no, out
0: no, no, in really. the
1: sky, cheesy, maybe. But
0: No, that's how I feel, um, as trying to become I, a teacher. Sorry. I
1: get something every once in a while called the, I get, I, my girlfriend loves, because she's a teacher in the building, too. Mm. I get the teacher goosebumps every once in a while when you're teaching, and kids are on it, and you nail it, mm-hmm. and they are taking it in, and, and you get the goosebumps every once in a while. Yeah. You know, when you get excited about something, and that's a really good feeling. And I'm sure that happens in a lot of professions, you know. You, you know, when you break a world record in the the Olympics, I'm sure that wave comes over you. Now, it may not be that intense as a teacher, but right. to look out in your class and see all the kids getting it, mm-hmm. and they're fired up about it, and you're nailing it, everything you're saying is connecting, or what you're showing is connecting, that's that's the reward. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Um. What advice can you give me for teaching special needs who may be in a regular classroom?
1: Well, like I told you yesterday, uh, two things I was never going to do was teach middle school and teach special ed.
0: Right. (laughs) And that was
1: the first job they offered me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, you know, when when the outlook for jobs is a little shaky, you take what they give you. So I thought, you know what, I'll come in and do this for a year, and then I'll find something else. And I I was an elementary ed major. I wasn't going to do any of this. Mm -hmm. But I would say run with it. Just take it and go with it, and yeah. whatever information you can get as far as reading or whatever you can get in in classes that you can go to, you know, uh, about autism, about, you know, I you know, I never thought I was going to run into students that had vision or hearing problems, because I came from a small district,
0: right. you know, I
1: grew up, we didn't have that, mm-hmm. so, so any information you can obtain through classes, literature, online stuff, whatever take it and run with it and right. then, you know, you won't be able to use it all. But you'll be able to pick up a few things here and there. And then, hey, just be flexible. Mm-hmm. More than anything, be flexible because you never know what's going to walk through the door. Right. From not even year to year, day to day, you don't know what's going to, so flexibility is the key.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Um, what changes, if any, would you make to the educational system with regard to special needs children?
1: I, you know what, this is going to sound bad. I think we should expect more out of them. I, I mean, I really think we should push them a little further. I think that, and this is, you know, obviously not technical terms, I think we dumb down things too much sometimes, and it's almost an insult to the kid. Mm-hmm. Or, And after so many times of being dumbed out, they get lazy. Mm-hmm. And they think, well, I don't, you know, we got so many kids that just, they just hold their hands up and wait for you to give them the answers. And my answer to that is, I've passed 7th grade. It's your turn to pass 7th grade. Right. You know, you need to do this. I'm doing the best I can to help you. I want you to be successful, but I can't do the work for you. And I hate the fact that we coddle or baby or don't. Put, I, I know we have to give them extra help, but that's ex, there's a difference between extra help and giving it to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pushing them on down the line.
0: No, I'm actually really glad you said that because that's one of the issues that I have is, I think, well, with any kids, but right. especially um, special education, I don't think that we should put a cap or um, only expect so much out of them because they can learn sure. just as much. And some of that and, falls
1: on us as teachers. We get lazy sometimes. I mean, I've noticed in a couple of aspects I've gotten more lazy where I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll read this for them or I'll right. have the answers on the board, you know. And, and then I realize, you know what, all they're doing is just – monkey see monkey do copying what I'm yeah. doing and that's not really making them process it. Mm-hmm. maybe the first time but second time okay I've shown you how to do this it's your turn right. and it's that way in you know every class every lesson you know we, we take those IB kids or AP kids or whatever and they throw them to the wind and say good luck well right. I, you know what we can almost do that with some of our special needs kids we show them once and then it's on you yeah be there show for the support but let's yeah. see what you can show do show me okay. what you can do yeah don't just copy what I'm doing. Right. So.
0: Um, if you could choose another career f- career field, would you?
1: You know, at this point right now, I don't... I, I've thought about going into administration a little bit because I think I might hit a certain point where, you know, getting a little older and I might not be able to relate to the kids as much. I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of it now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, that's not a insult any of the teachers that are older but it would be based more on my age than my interest I love being in the classroom I love being around the kids so I would stay probably within education but I think you know I've thought about administration maybe even counseling because I'm more about common sense than common core I like I like the everyday common sense hey you hold the door open for people or you say please and thank you or you know so much of that, that's where, that's the, what I don't see the most. i can stand up here all day long and teach you how to read, but if you don't say thank you or please, right. you've lost something. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I would probably stay in education just so I could help out with that even more. Okay. Um, is there
0: anything else that you would like to add? I guess that's
1: it. The only thing I can think of is... You're going into a field. I wish I would have started earlier. I didn't start mm-hmm. till I was 35. I wish I would have started when I was younger. Yeah. But I'm glad I started when I did and I'm glad I'm into it now. I, I feel like, you know, if I would have started younger, would I be further along? Would I be happy? Right. Would I be burned out? The thing that I would also say is don't take it too serious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have a good time with it. You don't have to be the perfect teacher. You don't have to stand up front and you're perfect dress or suit or whatever and teach them, just be very flexible and, and just roll with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Lesson plans are important. You got to get them turned in, you know, going to in-service is important, but this is the classroom, the kids, that's where all of it takes place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My principal even says it to me all the time, you know, like when he sent you here mm-hmm. to me, he said, I want her to be in a room where it's not all about just a lesson plan. Right because it's not you know it really, i could write down lesson plans all day long i'm never going to follow them yeah because i number one right. i'll forget them and number two the kids aren't going to allow it they're going to be going different ways and mm-hmm. you have to kind of go with that you know you have an objective you want to get to that objective somehow but you right. don't have to take a straight line to it you know what i mean right you can kind of do whatever it needs to be done yeah and if that's you know write it down listen to a song do it on the computer whatever teach you know Obviously, I don't want to stand up and lecture too much, but I'm good at that, so I do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Try not to do that too much. <laughs> I, you know, good luck. That's all I can say is enjoy it. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Don't try to be perfect because it's never going to happen.
0: I don't think there's such thing as a perfect teacher.
1: I can remember the first so. time. I, I can remember the first time I slipped and said "damn" in class, <laughs> and I thought, "Oh, I'm going to get fired." And then, not one kid in the room batted an eyelash.
0: Yeah.
1: And I thought, oh, "No, I don't make a habit of it," but. I thought, you know what, that's just life. Yeah. It's going to happen.
0: It's going to slip up. But,
1: But, you know, good luck. you know, Get through it and and have fun with it. Yeah. Get through school. That's the hardest part for me. And then I went back and got my master's. That was the hardest part.
0: Yeah. I mean, this semester I finished my associates, and I'm going on to a bachelor's. And I would really like to start as teaching and go into counseling. Yeah. So there will probably be more school down the line. But getting into teaching is my...
1: In this district, the minute I got into special ed, they made me go get my masters. Yeah. So I can see that. And it wasn't it, the masters wasn't as difficult for me as the bachelors. The bachelors was a lot more, you know, classes that I didn't really want to focus on as much. Mm-hmm. The masters I was able to focus on more of what uh, was relevant to in here. So.
0: Now, did you get in ma- um, your bachelors? Was it in secondary education? It was
1: in elementary. Elementary. I went to Wichita State in elementary ed. And they
0: hired you here hired
1: with here the Because elementary. I had the, mine was K-6.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So they were able to incorporate the 6th right. for here.
0: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because they're still offering it's K-6 through six, right. um, for the elementary. And, so. and
1: going into special ed, there's no real, you know, they're in need. Special ed's high needs, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you said it here. You see, it's not the special ed I was used to when I was a kid, you know. They take all the kids that need help and stuff them into one room yeah it's very different they never see the light of day you know yeah this is very different yeah and indeed. it was an eye-opener for me right because the first thing I was thinking when they said special ed I'm thinking kids standing in the corner drooling all over themselves and you know and that's terrible of me to think that way like, but when I was a kid that was special ed
0: well yeah I it, mean when I was growing up that's what it was right. it was it didn't matter any type of extra right. help
1: it was one room and right and, so. and it's so much different now and I love it, you know i I don't even really see the difference in the hallway of our kids as far as especially now you know obviously if the kid's in a wheelchair, if a kid is blind, you see those things. Those are right. visual things but you know just a kid that has a learning disability and, and the kids that are around them, you know, they're just as goofy or right. funny or whatever every day. So
0: Yeah. I've definitely noticed that. Yeah. So.